Checking. I'm going to be honest, I wasn't sure what day it was. And then I was thinking about it. Then I looked at the calendar on the computer in front of me. And yes, it's a Wednesday. Uh, happy hump day, yo. everybody. Next week is a holiday week. Good morning, Charlemagne. Oh, you can hear me? Now I can hear you. I, we got a lot to talk about today. I saw that what happened? Kanye and, and Drake finally squashed their beef. <laughs> I told y'all, that's what Kanye does. But everybody that Kanye... Years. I know, but everybody that Kanye spoke about in that Drink Champs interview, he's going to eventually reach out to and apologize. That every That's what he does. It feels like this was uh, happened because of Jay Prince. Jay Prince. Yeah. I don't know if he, like, voluntarily. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and, I, and I bet you Drake is like, all right, I'm going to do it for you because it's a bigger <laughs> yep. cause. But when this dude flip out again, don't call me no more. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> This is it. <laughs> Can you ever be real friends after that? Or are you like fake friends? Or are you friends at all? Is he, yeah. That is a great question. Probably not friends at all. I mean, probably, I mean, it's for a bigger cause. You know, if it's for the it's for the, if it's for the Larry Hoover concert and the free Larry Hoover, it's not about y'all. And sometimes you got to realize that as an individual. It's not about you. It's not about the other person. There might be something, you know, bigger for y'all to come together for. So this seems like one of those situations to me. All right. Well, we got a lot of things happening this morning. I'm not sure where Envy is. He hasn't. Uh, texted us, so I guess he's clearly he's running late because the show has started. Um, more crypto talk too this morning. I don't know if you saw this, but we're about to talk about it in front page news. But they are renaming the Staples Center, and it all has to do with cryptocurrency. They're saying this is one of the biggest naming rights deals to date for a U.S. venue. I saw that. Is that permanent, or is that like a? That's not like for a promotion or something. Like Don't that's gonna be the name for real. We gonna get into it, but it's oh, for okay. quite a while. All right, so that's coming up next in front page news. We'll talk about that. Also, this morning I woke up to breaking news in New York City, and it was at a recording studio. We'll give you some more details. All right, it's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get some front page news. All right, where are we starting, Yeezy? Well, this is breaking news this morning. Three people were shot at a Midtown Manhattan studio, and they said there was two different groups in the studio from Brooklyn, two Brooklyn-based groups, and detectives are saying they spotted each other and opened fire. There were three people who were shot. One person is in serious condition in surgery. The other two are in stable condition. Yeah, one got shot in the stomach, one got shot in the leg and the upper torso. I was in the city last night, uh... Shout out to Caesar, my business partner. It was his wife's birthday, and uh, as we were leaving, I mean, cops were all over the place. Yeah, so they said police are interviewing a lot of people who were inside the space at the time. There was a rap performance going on, and it was promoted on social media. I don't know who is involved. Yeah, they didn't have to have a name, the rap groups, or the rap group that was performing or shooting the video. All right, now the Staples Center is being renamed Crypto.com Arena. 
It's part of a new deal. It's a 20-year naming rights agreement. They're saying that value is $700 million plus. Can you believe that? That's what I'm talking about. But It says Singapore-based cryptocurrency exchange. And so according to the LA Times, that deal is between the building owners, which is AEG, which is a uh, um, booking agency. Uh-huh. What would you call AEG? Is it a booking agency or a talent agency? Yeah, talent agency. And it's, management too. it's between them and the cryptocurrency exchange from Singapore. So they did negotiate that deal and... Could be interesting. Crypto.com Arena. Yeah, for them to do that, you know, they are cutting a huge check. That's been the Staples Center for years. So I wonder how much they, they cut to get that. All right. Now, a few of my friends sent me this article yesterday. Cold weather can cause winter vagina. This is your hump day story. They said that's bad news for your sex life. So when the temperature drops and the heating gets switched on, it can actually really mess up your skin, dry skin, chapped lips. So I guess a lot of different types of chaps, chapped lips. And that becomes more of a problem. But that affects all parts of your, bar- your body, including your vagina. So they said that does deplete moisture from our body, leaving our skin dehydrated and cracked and our sinuses parched. And that can also cause a drought mode for your vagina. Winter vagina. Mm-hmm. That sounds painful. Yeah, they said it can make sex unbearably painful. Symptoms, in case you might have this, include discomfort, irritating, or a burning sensation. Ow. Discomfort during sex, going off sex, difficulty getting aroused and reaching orgasm, the surface of your vagina looking pale and thin, narrowing or shortening of the vagina, needing to urinate more than usual, and repeated urinary tract infections. So they said here are some tips to help actually combat that. Uh, An apple juice a day or an apple. Mm -hmm. Eat your greens, um, uh, coconuts, also the right pair of melons, and less stress. Also... uh, they said the air is able to hold less and less water as it becomes hotter. So as soon as you turn your heating on, the moisture in your home also decreases, which dries out your skin. So just be careful with that. I'm sure lube, too. Lube will help. Okay, Envy. Shut up. <laughs> also, any sort of physical activity to get your blood moving, that's a good thing to do, too. And no bubble baths or fragrance soaps. Okay. All right? That's all affecting the uh, pH balance of your vagina. And that is your front page news. All right. Get Sounds like shrinkage. Like you guys get that when it's cold. Yeah, but it's not painful. It's like vagina shrinkage. No, but it's not painful. You guys seem like mentally it's painful. it is. Yeah, I guess mentally. All right. Get it off your chest. 800 585 1051. If you need to vent phone lines. Where's Charlemagne? Is he, is he here? 800-585-1051. Uh, I think he's supposed to be at the crib, but But uh, he was no, he was on earlier. No. Connection's not working back out. Off? I guess so. All right. All right. Well, get it off your chest. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. I'm dialing. I'm dialing. Hey, what you doing, man? I'm dialing. I'm calling call, call you. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The <laughs> Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, what's going on? This is Sean. Oh, my God, I got through. How, y- how y'all guys doing this morning? Hey. What's up, brother? Get it off your chest. Yes, hey, Angela. Hey, what do you, if there's like a coin you can buy at crypto.com? Is there a what? Is there like a crypto coin you can go actually buy? You can go on Coinbase, and that's where a lot of people can buy um, their crypto. But there's so many different ones. And you just got to do your research, you know. And listen, okay. always know this when it comes to stocks and cryptocurrency. Buy when it's down. Buy the dip. Don't buy when it's at its peak. Well, he asked about Crypto.com. I think Crypto.com is an app where you can purchase crypto. But just just um, Google it or go to the site. 
Yeah, yeah, I, I see. It's right now. It's four to five cents. Hey, yeah, it says it's the world's well, fastest um, growing crypto app. But do your homework. Hey, I got two quick for y'all. Let me go. Hey, Angela, you, when you ask um, Earn the Legion about that uh, Miami coin or that Bitcoin Miami coin, uh-huh. um, it's a guy actually who in the crypto named Isaiah Jackson. Okay. So um, he actually worked with that mayor with that Bitcoin yield. So um, he he made he go by Bitcoin Zay. Okay, it, I've been seeing a lot of people tagging him on Twitter for him to come up here, but we don't have no contact information. But we should oh, work on okay. we'll work on that. Okay, good. Hey, I love you guys. Thank you for everything y'all doing. Appreciate it. Thank yeah, you, usually people hit us up in our emails for bookings. It's kind of harder to do it just off Twitter, but we can make it happen. Hello, who's this? Hey, what's going on? This is Gil. Gil, what's up? Get it off your chest. Yeah, what's going on, man? I'm calling from the West Coast. I'm calling from Beaverton, Oregon. I just wanted to call because I just started working graveyard shifts. So I just wanted to get off my chest. I, you know, it's pretty tiring, so I just wanted to see if anyone else out there has been doing graveyard shifts or have you guys done any graveyard shifts at all? Where do you work? Hell yeah, I did graveyard uh, shift. So, I used to do radio from 12 nice. midnight to 5 in the morning. Nice. Is this Charlotte, man? Yes, yep. sir. Nice. Hey, also, you know, since I've got graveyard shows, it gets pretty slow here, so I was going to see if I probably get some books from you. I know I listen to you guys all the time, and I know you've been giving out some of your books sometimes. I got you. I'm going to send you a pack, bro. I, I don't know what I got in here. I know I got some Tamika Mallory, State of Emergency, and I got another nice. box of uh, Dr. Rita Walker, the Unapologetic Guide to Black Mental Health, so I'll get you those. Hold on, okay. You got to hold on. And, um, yeah, and uh, DJ Envy, about your question, I'm actually working on a food uh, food truck right now. Okay. So we just uh, transitioned to 24 hours, so... Yeah, I, no, I did. I did radio overnight, two twelve to five, and it, it, it's pretty slow, real, real slow. Yeah, I loved real it. Tired, but I would just take a lot of phone calls, just talk to people all night long. But I mean, I know you ain't got the option, but you can go on social media, guess. Make sure you stay up. Yeah. Drink coffee. Then, um, purchase some out, e coffee. Shout out to uh, to my wife. She's actually on her way to New York now. She's flying out there for five days with her friends. So I told her to stop by your guys' place. I was like, try to get me an autograph on them, but we'll see if that happens. Yeah, I don't know if that Absolutely. But you should stop by the coffee uh, shop, Yee's Coffee Shop, or the juice bar, man. Do some yeah. push-ups when, you, when you're doing overnights. Yeah, come see I us. I let her know about um, Angelie's Coffee Shop. She's a big coffee person, so I was going to let her know about that. Coffee you can go to um, coffeeuplipspeople.com if you want to see more. Hold on, okay? Yeah, no problem. Thank you know, another shift I used to do overnights, to, uh, 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. on the radio. Because, you know, some stations have five-hour formats. Some stations have four. So when I first started in the radio, I used to do 12 to 5 and then uh, 2 to 6. I did 12 to 5. I did 2 to 6, too. I, I did 2 to 6 one time, and the fire alarm went off right after 9-11. And I had to leave the shift, so oh, I wow. just left with dead air. I didn't know what to do, I, but I was running Jesus out. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I don't blame you, though. That's what my PD said. Jesus Christ. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Hey, good morning. Get it off your chest. Calling in to talk about white privileges at the workplace and the black people that support it and how they can promote it off of... Um, that they're helping black people, but they're actually, um, it's a systematic system, basically. I was wanting to get that out of my chest. That's all? Yeah. Well, good morning. 
All right. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you. Good morning, hon. Hello. Who's this? Hi. Good morning. Good morning. Get it off your chest. Hi. I just wanted to let you guys know um, that I'm proud of all of you guys. You guys are doing amazing. And um, just for everybody out there, you know, like life is full of roller coasters, but it always comes full circle in the end. Okay. What's going on with you? Um, Well, I got divorced like two years ago when I was 24 after, you know, a long relationship. And I thought my world was over, but I'm in nursing school now and, you know, everything comes together as it's supposed to. Oh, I'm happy to hear that things are coming together for you. Thank you. Okay. All righty, mama. Hello, who's this? Yo, this is Jermaine from ATL. I want to get off my chest that these Democrats out here, man, they need, they, I made me want to go Republican because they lied to us. They got us out here to vote and everything. They said we get Warnock in the office, we get eyes off in the office, that is going to change and they'll be able to push bills through. The second thing I want to get off my chest, hey, we need a Jay-Z versus, versus um, Lil Wayne battle. Now that verse is right there. Be fat. Be, be fat. He said fat. Yeah. But for, I also want to tell you. Let me talk about your first point. Um, you don't need to be Republican either, bro. Black people need to be independent. That's what we need to do. We need to be independent, and we need to vote in blocks. We vote for who uh, is, is is best catering to our interests. Period. I don't even know how to do all that. <laughs> <laughs> just be independent. Yeah, just re- but, I mean, just register as an independent. That's all. That's gonna fight for us, though. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's, I mean, we I don't think have, it never should have matter that. what party it is. If you like a person to represent you, that's who you vote for, right? You know, that's what right you call now, voting your interests. Really at, at all. I mean, the infrastructure bill just passed, even though it's very watered down, and I don't trust any bill that's bipartisan, especially with the kind of Republicans that we got in in in, in office right now. But you know, whatever. Thank They'll you, learn. Brother. They'll learn the hard way. Hello, who's this? Hey, how's it going? Uh, my name is Manny. Um, I'm an EMT from New York. Um, I want to speak to Charlamagne about his comments yesterday. Um, it's a little offensive, you know, when you uh, call us ambulance drivers. I wish that's all we did because the amount of pay reflects that, you know. It's the, um, the pay is terrible, the stress environment. Um, if you, I know Charlamagne, you big on, you know, mental health. Look up the suicide rates among EMTs in New York City. Um, just even New, like New York or the United States is very, very high. And like I said, I wish for what we get paid, we we're just doing ambulance driving. That, that's, I wish that's what it was. But I'm just saying I speak for a lot. Like a lot of EMTs, paramedics, calling us that is very, very offensive. Well, what I salute you, uh, all the I, I salute all the EMTs out there, but the, uh, the, uh, the articles did have him listed as an ambulance driver. Like they didn't have him listed as an EMT. They have him, They had him listed as an ambulance driver. Oh well, I will. But they shouldn't have said. I'm telling you, you ask any EMT. If you you know you see like the FDNY, you know any ambulance, ask them. You know how do you expect? You know are you an ambulance driver? And everyone ten out of ten times they're gonna be offended by it because I mean we're we're the short, we get the short end of the stick. You know the police they have a big budget. They're sworn positions. Firefighters they have, it's a sworn position. They get a lot of budget from the city, but us. We're not a sworn position. We do a lot of work, but we don't get paid not nearly as good as them. We're like the like you know the last of the totem pole when it comes to like well, you know, things, it, like you know. You know, you was listening, so you, you heard me when I started off, and I said they're the most un, they're one of the most underrated public servants. Yeah, yeah, no, so, I, I, I heard that. Yeah, no, I, I agree. It's just the, the ambulance driver. I, that's why I'm not like. Angry at you. I, He's you just trying to correct something so in the future everybody knows. 
Yeah, I know. Yeah. Salute to, so salute to all the EMTs out there. I appreciate you. I listen to you guys. Thank you guys. Um, I listen to you guys. Well, I listen to the podcast. I, I don't really like listening to live radio um, because of my job, but I, I, you guys are amazing every single morning. Like I, You guys are the first one I listen to. All right, man. Well, have a well, good, thank, uh, good thank day, Thank you bro. and salute to all the EMTs out there. Thank you and salute to all the EMTs, man. As I said yesterday, the most undervalued, underappreciated public servants out there. Thank you very much. Have a good, good morning, everyone. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. Now we got rumors on the way, ye? Man, Irv Gotti has some things to say about this Ashani interview that she did with Angie Martinez. We'll tell you what part bothered him. All right, we'll get into it next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Hey, morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Irv Gotti. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Well, when Ashanti was on with Angie Martinez, she was talking about uh, re-recording her album. And she had first talked about this on the Tamron Hall show. She made the decision. She wanted to have control over her masters. Other artists have done this in the past. Taylor Swift, JoJo, Jay-Z re-recorded his album, too. And so here is uh, what Ashanti had to say with Angie. What is the thinking behind doing uh, redoing the album as opposed to like just doing a new album? Like the thinking behind that is showing the business side of ownership mm-hmm. and how important it is to own. And then once I re-record the first album, you own it exactly. So everything purchased, like when that goes, everything purchased from that moment, I own. Smart move. Now she also talked about potentially releasing this in April as she's going to be getting her uh, Hollywood Walk of Fame star. That's when the ceremony for her is. Well, Irv Gotti did not take too kindly to this. And he responded to Angie Martinez, her post, just for super clarity, I own all those great Ashanti albums, Angie. I own the Masters, and I produced all those great Ashanti albums, so I also own a good portion of the publishing. What she is trying to do is re-record all those great records and put them out on her label. She can do this under the cover laws, but she is basically trying to F me out of my Masters and make people decide which album to listen to or stream, hoping her loyal fans would choose her version. But hey, I stand on the magic that was created, and I want to see her do Duplicate that magic. It's effed up, really, but such is life. Tales coming top of the year. Supreme Team movie in production 2022, and I'm directing, writing, producing. I mean, that's an interesting conversation because he, he's not wrong. They are his masters. I just don't know why he felt the need to say that. Like, I respect the honesty, but I don't understand why people open themselves up to unnecessary criticism. Irv is explaining something to a bunch of people who don't understand the music business and just think it's foul that Irv owns all the masters and most of the publishing. Even though, personally, I think it's foul, too. <laughs> like, all artists should... The fact that he owns all the masters oh, yeah, and all absolutely. the publishing, like, like, like... Like, I think all artists should, you know, own at least half their masters. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm the producer and, you know, I help produce it and then I invested in you, I can see owning half the masters. But a lot of people take that money. To brag about owning all of them. But a lot of people take that money as an advance. They they might not have the money, so somebody might give them that money for their masters or for their publishing. But Ashanti has been signed for uh, 19 years. She sold over 15 million records. Uh, if 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 they had if they couldn't rene- renegotiate, shoot, do the do the same thing. All right, I'm gonna sing it over now. I'm gonna own 100. I ain't mad at it. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't like it. I mean, but, I yeah, mean a I business just, just, is business, know. though, as we all know. Yep. And if this is, is why she feels like this is what I need to do to get my money, she's going to do it. And if it bothers him. Oh, no, him, I'm not talking about her. Yeah, and no, I'm saying and if it bothers him. I'm not talking him, about her. He just has to be bothered. There's nothing you could really do nope. about it because I'm sure she feels a way. Smart move. Mm-hmm. Poor Shanti, yeah. No, I, I, think, now, I agree with you. I'm just saying that I think, you know, it's, it's foul that he's bragging about owning all her master's you know, and and most of her publishing, like you know, especially in this era of black ownership, black entrepreneurship, like she should own half of her masters at least, right. and the majority of her publishing. But when it comes down to, well, I don't know if they ever tried to negotiate, but we all know when it comes down to money, people are. Yeah, but when an artist yeah. first signs, and, and usually a lot of times artists don't have money, and a lot of times these labels make deals. Hey, I'll give you this much. Give me some of your masters. Give me some of your publishers. And the artists don't necessarily know what that means 100%, so they just want the money. And mm-hmm. then 20 years later, like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I don't own my masters. I got to wait how long? But aren't we but aren't we supposed to be looking out for us? Aren't black to- people supposed to be looking out for black Absolutely. people? Absolutely. All right, now, Queen Sugar is ending next year. Ava DuVernay has revealed. So, uh, I mean, first of all, do y'all watch Queen Sugar? No. I really uh, sometimes I really enjoy that show. How I really catch up on it all all the time is on flights, and then I always binge watch it. So, it was the season six finale that just happened, and then I guess um, next year it's going to be ending. So, we're going to miss that. So, shout out to everybody from Queen Sugar. Amazing cast. Great uh, storyline. Well, Ava got a million other shows, but salute, definitely salute to the cast of Queen Sugar. That's a great run, though. Eight seasons? I think it'll be seven. Or eight years? Six. How long was it? Seven? Yeah, this is the, the end of the sixth season, and next year it ends, so it'll be seven seasons. All That's right, a great sh- run. Congratulations to Shawnee O'Neal and Pastor Keon Henderson. They are engaged. So the two of them, yes, have been dating for nearly two years. And they did reveal exclusively to people that this is going to happen. Uh, this is one of the most magical and special days of my life, being someone that had never officially been proposed to, like no down on one knee and asked, will you marry me moment, according to Shawnee O'Neill. She said, and honestly, I'm the person that thought I would never in my lifetime experience a love like this. Everything about that night was incredibly amazing. I wouldn't change a single thing. As a matter of fact, I wish I could experience it over and over again. Keon is an extraordinary man of God. He's wise. He's supportive. He's so loving and attentive. He loves me and my children in a way that has changed my life and my heart. He makes me want to be better every day and I pray that I do the same for him this love is forever and I'm honored and overjoyed to do forever with him so congratulations congrats to her to the happy couple well, congrats to them alright I'm Angela Yee and that is your rumor report alright we got front page news next what are we talking about Ooh, well there is an STI that is on the rise y'all be careful out there there's a 49% increase in this sexually transmitted disease alright we'll get into that next <laughs> what are you laughing for I don't know. It just sounds funny. All right. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Novartis created the More Than Just Words initiative to raise awareness about racial disparities in breast cancer care. To learn more about what More Than Just Words hopes to accomplish and hear a talk with Grammy-nominated R&B artist Jasmine Sullivan, visit morethanjustwords.us. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Let's get in some front page news. Where are we starting, Yeezy? Well, according to healthcare professionals, we have to sound the alarm. Okay, I know it's hump day, but syphilis cases are on the rise in the United States. They said that there was a 49% increase in cases of this STD. So they're seeing a surge in addition to an increase in chlamydia and gonorrhea cases. 
Wow, y'all so busy wearing masks, you forgot to wear condoms. Mm -mm -mm. Now, untreated syphilis can cause fetal death, and about 40% of untreated babies with the infection die. And black, Hispanic, and Native American babies are disproportionately affected by this illness. So, Is there a reason for the rise? Um, they said there's no reason why. They say um, this can also increase cases. Well, in ca cases of untreated syphilis can also um, increase uh, issues with pregnancy. So we have to be careful with that as well. And if you have... Don't think so much about COVID that you forget about the STDs. Okay. Right. And they call this infection the great pretender because the symptoms can look like a lot of other diseases. It's also spread by direct contact with a syphilis sore during vaginal, anal or oral sex. And you can find those sores on the lips or in the mouth. Mm -mm -mm. So you just Damn. have to make sure you guys use protection. OK, just because we haven't been hearing about syphilis like that doesn't mean not out there and without treatment it can spread to your brain your nervous system or your eyes mm. but it can be easily treated and cured using antibiotics so a go to the doctor make sure you're always getting tested b use protection please both of those wear things. your mask wear your mask on your penis and when you catch these diseases you have to social distance your penis from vagina for at least six weeks right that's how long it takes to clear up you six weeks us. i don't know i about think that. it's about six weeks okay and get ready for the holidays. They're saying if you have not started holiday shopping, you are falling <laughs> behind right now. They said this year, more than any in a recent history, is imperative to get an early start checking off whatever items you want to get for people on your list. There's a lot of inventory concerns, as we have seen. Also, a lot of very changing needs over the time. So just make sure that you guys get this done early you know we like to do our online shopping so you don't have to go to the store and actually do it some retailers have canceled orders knowing that merchandise won't make it in time for the holiday there's a lot of people out there who've been ordering furniture been waiting months months even up to a year to get their furniture so just imagine all those things that uh people are trying to get in that aren't going to be there in time yeah well yeah i, I did a majority of my shopping already and uh, santa did a majority of his shopping already so we are scraped Okay, well, that is... Santa. Man, you still giving that fat white man hey, credit for what you buying your hey, children? Santa Claus is a black man. Santa Claus is not real. Who want to fight? Come on, man. There's stop. There's kids I'm in the car. Yes, I don't is. care. Yes, this is so is. silly. You're so silly. And you wonder why kids don't believe nothing their parents say when You're they get older. So knock it off. Charlamagne, we're going to put off. you on the man, naughty please. list. Okay? And Santa's list. not going to give you anything. You can tell the kid didn't get no kids You guys out kids out there, be nice. See, that's what being naughty is like. The way that the way that inflation is set up right now, and how hard money is to get, you keep lying and telling your kids that some fat white man, you know, coming to bring them gifts. And as I tell y'all every year, what about the people out there who can't afford things? Got the little kids writing letters to Santa, wishing and hoping that this fat white man bring them something, and they still don't get nothing. What you well, tell them? Santa kids? Claus does not always have to give you expensive gifts. They can be thoughtful gifts that you can create Absolutely. yourself at home. So it does not have to be sure. the amount of money that you spend. It is the thought behind it, and Santa knows that. Yeah, okay. but they want the video game consoles and them new iPhones. Okay. And what happens when well, Santa now, can't bring that? What do you tell them well, then? Well, Santa's starting to prepare now because they know that there's a shortage in uh, these chips. So uh, Santa's preparing now. So okay. you kids, you stay what, nice. What, is preparing his lie? And, continue to, uh, and just remember, there's Santa. no Grinch without Santa. Right? There you go. All right, Charlemagne. All right. Well, that... No, there's no Grinch without Christmas. Mm -hmm. Wow, humbug to you. Goodness gracious. It's a shame. Y'all don't even let Jesus headline his own holiday. Mm -hmm. It's supposed to be about Christ, but whatever. 
Well, that is your front page hey, news. Hey, good morning. All right, now what are we talking about, Yeezy? Uh, we are. It was your idea. Okay. Yeah, this was your topic. You guys are talking about marriage. That's right. So eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. We're asking. Uh, you know, it, this actually came from World. Uh, what not World Star? Uh, Ball Alert. It they came ha- from the shade room. A man will know if he wants to marry you six months in. He doesn't need four, four plus years. So the question is 800-585-1051. When you got married, when did you know that person was the right one for you? I knew as soon as I met First of all, I need to know exactly what website this came from before we move on. Shade was it World Star Ball Alert or Shade, shade, shade Room? Shade, shade Room. Okay. Shade Room. It was Shade okay. Room. All right. So we're asking 800-585-1051. When you got married, when did you know that person was the one? All right. For myself, it was as soon as I met my wife. I knew that she was the one. I knew I was going to get married. I knew I was going to have a bunch of kids. Uh, hopefully, have a house with a, with a picket fence. That's what I wanted. And Do you have a picket fence? No, I have uh, a, a rod iron fence. But same okay, difference. Okay, you've got time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're asking 800-585-1051. When did you know that person was the one? Charlemagne, when did you know? Um, Immediately. Immediately. I told everybody I was going to lock that down. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. New date. New. New immediately. Yeah. So as soon as I seen Gia, as soon as we met, I was like, she's the one, and whatever I had to do to make sure that I was gonna get married, I made sure that I, I had to because I knew that I, that was my wife. Now, yeah. But I also think it's the it's the it's the friend aspect of it too, right? Because you know, I, you know, me and my wife are super good friends and have always been like best friends. So I think that's what really lets you know this person is gonna be in your life for a long time. Cause, you know, I don't really switch friends like that. Like if you my Friend, like if you're my friend, friend, somebody that I embrace, you know, I've had the same friends for years. So, yeah, I knew I knew immediately this is somebody I wanted to be with for the rest of my life. All right. Well, let's open up the phone lines. Let's have this conversation. 800-585-1051. Let's talk about it. When did you know that person was the one? Did you have to wait a long time? Some people, it took them 10 years. Some people, five. Some people, right away. Let's talk about it. Some people said no when they got proposed to. (laughs) I know that happened to you. So we'll talk about that as well. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, we were talking about this uh, conversation that we've seen on Shade Room. Now, uh, somebody posted, a man will know if he wants to marry you in six months. He doesn't need four plus years, all right? 800-585-1051. I mean, I agree with him because... Um, I, I knew right away. As soon as I met my wife, I knew right away. I've been with my wife 27 years. We've been married 20. Uh, we got married young at 22. I met her at 16. Actually, 15. She was 15. I was 16. And we've been best friends and, and dating ever since. That's my ride or die. That's my baby. That's my boo-boo. And my boo-boo's about to have a boo-boo in the next couple boo-boo. of days. Yeah. 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 I feel the same, man. Um, I think me and my wife have been together 23 years. You know? And like, I knew immediately. Because we were just cool, you know, always loved their company, loved their intelligence, always loved their humor, always loved how she made me want to be a better version of myself. So I knew from the beginning, like, this is something I wanted to, like, always have in my life, you know. And, you know, of course, that evolved into girlfriend, wife, all of that good stuff. But I I also prayed for a good mate when I was real young. Like, I always thought it was dope to have a partner until my dad, you know made me feel crazy for having just one partner. But that's what I always prayed for. And, you know, God blessed me with what I prayed for. So I don't I think we're the I don't think we're the uh, I think we're the exception, not the rule though, Envy. Yeah, I wasn't praying I for that. a partner I, back then at sixteen. I, back then I was just I was just praying no, I for was. my you know, God is good, God is great. Thank you for the food we eat back then. I wasn't necessarily praying for a partner. I was just 
it like when I met my wife, it was it wasn't like I was looking for it, but when I met her, it just my it was eyes also like up. she was too good for you too. I thought so. Yeah, I still so, think she's too good for me. So it was like you were um, striving to a- attain something that was like you didn't deserve. <laughs> Yeah, no. I, I, I think no. Nah, nah, I, th- I think you should feel. I think you should feel like that as a man, though, because like I said, my wife always has made me want to. Has always made me want to be a better version of myself. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, you. I, I feel worthy. You know enough to have her, but I always do feel like, yo, this woman is too good, good, good for me. I've always felt like that. Yeah, me too. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And I always say that too. So what about you? Yeah, I'm not married. But no, but I mean, have you looked at somebody and be like, damn, he could be the one? No, because I'm clearly not married. Oh, damn. But, I, <laughs> but no, but I do feel like, and I was just talking about this the other day, too. I don't feel like I have to be married to be with somebody forever. And it does take me a while to adjust because I feel like in the beginning of a relationship, you know, you tend to be a bit more cautious. It's also a lot more fun. And then when that fun settles in, you know, are we still going to be good? And what do you mean so, that fun? When you're not married? I mean, because... No, in the beginning of a relationship, I feel like that's the really fun, like, getting to know each other, anticipation part, but you don't know each other as well. Because it takes some time to get adjusted. Like, even for myself, it's not like I'm going to immediately give everything and do everything, you know, early on. It takes me a while to feel comfortable enough to even do that. All right, well, let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Marcy. Hey, Marcy. How did you know your man was the one or your woman was the one? I met him on the beach, in Orchard Beach in the Bronx, and usually I don't like people, and he just came up to me, and my girlfriend was like, it was this other guy who was trying to rap to her, and he, they were trying, I was, you know, the, 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 the mean friend, that's me. So they were trying to bring a guy so that I could like, you know, like she could slide off with my friend, and my best friend Stacy was like, hey, He's bringing back a guy that looks kind of good. And I turned around and I was like, that's mine. Don't even look. That's mine. Uh-uh. <laughs> I'm claiming it. Uh, yep. I claimed it just like that. And that was it. And we just, we've been together ever since. Bad, good, everything. Wow. It's just, yeah. I mean, I just knew immediately. And this was after three baby daddies. <laughs> okay, but like you that. knew that. I think you None know, of that. Man. You never felt like any of them were the one though, right? Just this nope. guy. Yep. No, just him. How old were you after three baby daddies? Uh, I was thirty-two. Thirty-two. Oh, so you met you met him when you was thirty-two years old. Yes. Okay. Got you. How old are you now? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it don't well, matter. Glad. We all grown. I'm forty-three. I'm glad life I'm worked there, out. I'm there with you. I'm there with you. Okay. Okay. I'm there with you. I'm there with you. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad life worked out for you though. Because I've heard so many women feel like because they have children, a certain amount that men aren't going to want them. And that's simply not true. I had four kids when I met um, my partner. We were, uh, And my youngest was, I think she was like one. Um, and I did feel like that. I felt like it, it wasn't going to happen for me. That's why I really didn't take men seriously. Mm-hmm. I just kind of like, you know, like you're not going to meet my kids, but... He was just really adamant. He knew he wanted to be with me, and I knew I wanted so to be with him. How many kids yep. you have now? That's right. Four. Oh, you still have four. Okay. <laughs> All right. Four. That's good, man. That man, look, that man looked at you and said, I'm, I'm going to get love and extra tax money. Stupid. To write all these kids right. off. Exactly. We literally moved from New York all the way down to Naples together. Like, it was just like a lot of up and down, and we broke up for like a year, but we just could not be without each other. And now... I moved from New York. I left. I left my my house in the Bronx, and I moved down here with him. I knew it. I, I, <laughs> I was about to say one time for the Bronx. <laughs> All right, mom. Thank you, mama. Yeah. 
800-585-1051. When did you know She's probably breaking out that baby fat jacket for the winner right now. It still fits. Stop it, man. When did you know your man or woman was the one? Call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are The Breakfast Club. So we're asking, when did you know your spouse was the one? I say, as soon as I met my wife, I knew right away. Uh, I was mesmerized. She was smart. She was beautiful, attractive, sexy, and loyal. So I knew right away. So we're asking that question. Let's go to the phone line. Same. Hello, who's this? Hi, I want to remain anonymous. Oh, oh boy. Okay, go ahead. Go. Anonymous. We uh, actually talked on and off for like a year, but we had never met. And then when we finally did marry, uh, like meet each other, he was just like, I want to get married. So a month after dating, we got married. Wow. So you knew oh, right away. That's great. Yes. But like, so no one knows that we're married. Our our uh, mothers, they know. But like, <laughs> we want to tell everybody at the wedding, like, oh, we've been married. And that'll be like 11 months into our marriage. So. Okay. Right. Beautiful. Hello. Who's this? Good morning. This is B from Tampa. Hey. I listen to y'all all the time. Good morning. When did you know your man or, Thank you, or your girl was the one? Well, I knew pretty early on, but the like the telling factor for me is that I wasn't afraid to let him leave me, which is like a very difficult decision when you're independent and mm-hmm. you're used to doing everything on your own and holding it down. But I was like, okay, you got it. You can make the decisions. You can do all the things. And I had absolutely no reservations. And I'm like, yeah, I can't let him go. I know that's right, girl. That's beautiful. All right. Thank you, Mama. Hello, who's this? What's up, DJ? Have you still Sean? What's up, um, Andrew Yee? What's up, bro? When did you know your girl Peace, was the King. one, bro? Yo. <laughs> Within like four months, you know, four or five months, it was good. Okay, but four then, or five um, months. You know, I proposed to her and everything. But then it turned out not being good, man. All right. What happened? This didn't work out. You know, with too much arguing back and forth, then the cheating, the cheating started, and it just went bad. Uh, I'm sorry no. to hear that. Everything so, doesn't she wasn't work the out, one. Sir. Yeah, so maybe she wasn't the one then, bro. <laughs> but, no, but she was the one, though. I felt like she was the one within the four or five months. <laughs> then she wasn't. Y'all <laughs> then she not wasn't. Y'all the <laughs> she was but almost okay. the one. You miss her? Huh? You miss her? Um, I tell, my, I tell everybody no, but you know. <laughs> uh, You going to try to get her back? Nah, I'm good on that. I got, I don't know. I'm doing better things right now. Okay. Then she, then she wasn't the one. He missed her. Yeah. Hello, who's this? Tequila. Hey, Tequila. When did you know your man or your woman was the one? Is that I your real name, first of all? At eight years old. Nope, that's my real name. Daddy's favorite Tequila? Name. I got stuff with the name. Tequila. Wow. Yes. Wow. <laughs> he ain't even give you a brand name of a Tequila. Just Tequila. This is definitely Tequila. <laughs> I like it, though. <laughs> I do too. I didn't like it when I was younger, but now as an adult, my name is like an icebreaker. It's like, oh, tequila, hey. I know. Hey. We love tequila. <laughs> I knew you was the one right away. But you away. said your husband was the one. <laughs> yes. I was eight years old, and I knew he was the one the day I laid eyes on him. Oh. At eight you years old? You met your old? husband when you was eight? <laughs> At eight years old, yes. Oh. How old was he? He was nine. It's like a movie. <laughs> okay. Goodness gracious. All right. And, how long, and y'all been together ever since? Wow. We had a break. We had one breakup in high school and one breakup in college, and they both was less than a year. That is ago. incredible. That is nice. <laughs> yes. I told you that's a movie. Three kids later, like three kids later, a bunch of bills and kids. <laughs> Man. Does he drink? That's always interesting Does to me, drink? right? Because, like, if you're a kid, you know how kids, like, people's kids have, like, oh, my daughter has a little boyfriend or my son has a little girlfriend. Is that weird to y'all? Like, if your kid is eight 
And you're like, you know what? It, it's so funny, right? Because I be looking at my sons now, like um, they're dating, and you know, we were younger than this when we caught ourselves liking each other, and we're still together. So I try not to make it a joke, but I don't want them to be so serious so fast. Uh huh. Right? Because so, you'll be like, oh, that's cute. That's his little girlfriend. But then it's also kind of like, as a parent, are you nervous? Absolutely. Yeah. But I'm sure that y'all evolved, right? I'm sure when y'all was eight and nine, y'all were just friends. And then as y'all got older, everything evolved with time. But you said you knew right away. Evolved with time. And when we actually started dating in high school, but I knew at eight years old, I said it right there the day I met him. I said, he's going to be my husband. Wow. As unreal as that sound, <laughs> that is the honest to God's truth. I knew it. I, it was, you were like a little you adult. You get a feeling. <laughs> wow. Even at eight years old. Well, two things. Like, I, it was just like, our souls was just meant to be. I don't know. We got love time. Clearly. Okay. Two well, things I need all. to know, though. Number one, does he drink, and is tequila your drink of choice? Yes, he drinks, and the funny thing is, I don't drink at all. Okay. Wow. Damn. Opposite day. Okay. Well, thank you, Mama. I'm sure he drank a lot of tequila, though. <laughs> he going to drink some tonight, baby. <laughs> Y'all have a good one. <laughs> All right. What's the moral of the story? I mean, the moral of the story is love is love, man. Love just is. When you know, you know. Okay. And when it's meant to be, y'all going to be, regardless. All right. Well, we got rumors on the way, ye. Well, speaking of love, Kanye West and Drake, they love each other now. Maybe. Anyway, they did squash their beef, though. We'll tell you more. Where does that leave Pusha T at, though, at the end of all this? That's what we care about? Right, Pusha we'll... T already told y'all. Pusha T already told y'all this is how it goes down. He said he always fights the battles, and then they make up after a month, and he's left out there looking crazy. He said that. Oh, all right. Well, it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hands up in every morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, Charlamagne, there's a, there's a lady that wants to speak to you. What she want to talk to me about? She's a little upset. Hello, who's this? Hello. Hey, you wanted to talk to Charlemagne? Yes. Bro, how can you say Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Man, shut up. What? I'm not having this conversation with you. And you shouldn't and you shouldn't want to have this conversation. Excuse like me? seriously. I wouldn't tell her to shut up. You really up. shouldn't want to have this conversation. Because you know this wow. you know this is a silly conversation, so why have it? It's not silly when your kids are in the car. Santa is real. Okay, well let me ask you a question. Have you have, when when your kids write letters to Santa Claus? If your kid right now was to write a letter to Santa Claus and say, "Hey, this year I want me a Phantom, a Rolls Royce Phantom," are they gonna get that Phantom this year? Kid doesn't have a license. Wow, why would a no hush? Ask are they gonna get that Phantom this year? But why would a six year old ask for that? Yeah, to do what? I didn't ask you that. Are they gonna no, get that Phantom no, this year? But a six year old, a six year old wouldn't ask for that. Be realistic. That's not what I that that that's no. That is realistic. He, why wouldn't a six year old ask for something like that? I wouldn't ask for a car like that. That makes no sense. Okay. Santa would write a letter Whatever. back. I'm not about to say, have this conversation with you. You're only six years old. You cannot drive. Right, but here's a little right. toy car like, for you right. to play downstairs. But here's a little toy car to play with. You got parents can be very creative. Very. If y'all want to be delusional, you, you should teach your you should teach your child about God, and you should teach about you teach your child about how God provides. That child knows about and that. how Christmas, oh Christmas, Christmas is supposed to be about Christ, not some fat fictional white man who don't bring you what you want. Well, Santa is real, and to all the kids out there, you stay being nice, and Santa will bring you Thank something nice. That is the magic. That's of not true. So you continue to do oh, what you're supposed right. to do, and you will get rewarded with something nice from Santa. That's not true. Enjoy that the holidays. Well, Mama, you have a great you one. You too. Merry Christmas. It is absolutely not true. Merry Christmas. And you know the funny part about all of this? God is watching all of y'all lie to these kids. But keep it up. And he's watching you too. 
<laughs> that's right. He's watching me tell the truth. <laughs> and he's like, that's why I keep rewarding you, son. Thank you so keep much. Keep doing Bubba. your thing. Hey. All right. Rumors on the way. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Yeah, yeah. Hey. Hey, what you owe me? Good morning, everybody. I feel good. I'm excited. How you feeling? How you out there, world? Charlemagne, Yeezy? I feel good. I feel amazing. I'm blessed, black, and highly favored always. God is good. Yeah, I feel great. Good. We have a holiday coming up, yes, so we got a little time off. I get some sleep. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. All right, well, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk uh, Kanye and Drake. It's about time. What's going on? Rumor Report, Rumor Report. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, I tell you who else is feeling good. Kanye West and Drake, maybe. It looks like the two of them have finally, finally squashed their beef after years and years and years and years and years. They were actually at Drake's mansion in Toronto and Dave Chappelle was there. And here's uh, Dave Chappelle talking about them making up. Tonight. He brought some of the biggest stars on earth to his home, Kanye West. Is in his home, like that man, Dave Chappelle, is in his home. <laughs> this is Canada. It's where the black American calls the finish line. Just ran from slavery to this place. And tonight, we feel free in my home. All right. In addition, Jay Prince spoke about this on social media. He said, what a beautiful night I had last night in Canada. Let's make history December 9th free Larry Hoover concert. And here is more of Dave Chappelle talking about the reconciliation and doing a toast. How lucky you are to be in Drake's home. Yes. <laughs> and make a toast that significant after all this culture's been through. Make some noise for Kanye and Drake. Yes. I'm sure we'll hear more about hey, this. I'm a, <laughs> yeah, I'm offering them making peace. Uh, you know, it's just when someone shows you who they are, you should believe them. So, you know, uh, Kanye will flip again. And I'm sure Drake knows that. But let's enjoy it while it lasts. Let's enjoy the uh, free Larry Hoover concert. And I do hope, you know, while they have this reconciliation, we get that Drake album produced by Kanye West. And we get that Kanye West album written by Drake. I do hope that happens. Huh. All right. Well, the videos, uh, the two of them together and pictures. Here is this. It's, you got to see it to see how it feels. There's a video that? of them taking a selfie together. Oh. <laughs> it's a little awkward. All right, Netflix has launched a site now, so if you want to go on this site, you can see what their weekly top 10 lists are for most watched TV shows and movies. You can go to top10.netflix.com. So that's an accurate report on the most watched English and non-English shows and movies yeah. of the week. Netflix had to do better with that. I'm glad they did that because I'd be trying to look at things through the stars and it was like four stars and then I'm watching the movies trash and then after the movie it'd have two stars. They have the top list though on the actual Netflix. Yeah. Like it'll tell you, you know, that's what always pops up for me first. Okay. So it's going to update every Tuesday with the new top 10 most viewed shows and movies in each of the four categories from the week prior. Okay. All right. Now I thought they had that now. So, so what's the trending list? What's that top 10 they be putting up? Yeah. Well, this is an actual website with the real numbers, but I guess with the trending, doesn't that, does that change daily? I feel like that changes every day. It does. All right. Now, Yella Beezy has been accused of raping a woman on the first date. And according to the paperwork, even after she told him to stop, he did proceed 
to rape her. TMZ got the arrest warrant, and according to the documents, she came to the ER to report this alleged rape in April. The woman says that he contacted her on Instagram, asking if she was looking for a new friend. After some back and forth, he, she says he asked her out. They made plans to grab a bite in Dallas and bowling afterward. And then the alleged victim told police everything was going smoothly until she says he invited her back to his apartment. They were waiting for their bowling reservations at 10 p.m. And it was about two hours in between dinner and bowling. And so she agreed. They went back to his house. They played cards and talked. And she claims that he asked for a massage while he was shirtless. She gave it to him. When she finished, she says she sat down next to him. And that's when she claims that he pounced on her, started forcibly kissing her, pulling up her dress, even though she was saying no repeatedly. And then he did, uh, according to her claims, uh, rape her. She was able to break free and make a run for it. And he, she says he tried to gaslight her into making her think she'd initiated the sex by kissing him. The next day she went to the hospital. That's when authorities got involved. Now Yella Beasy has uh, made a statement. Here's what he had to say. I was arrested on false allegations. I was arrested before I was even questioned and I knew about anything was going on, but everybody that know me know that I'm not pressed over sex or anything of that nature. I ain't no aggressive person like that don't even fit me. I would never harm my kids or put them in any type of danger. I die for my kids, so they're just like, they. The, the child in danger has nothing to do with anything sexual for the people who can't understand, you know what I'm saying? Like, they ain't got nothing to do with this. It's something that happened when they um, came arresting me. So there was another case of child endangerment uh, recently, too. So he's trying to make sure people know that these two are not related. Now, his longtime girlfriend actually posted on social media and she said don't come to my page with that bs because i'm not to take up for a man that cheated on me with a big nasty sex worker they both knew exactly what they was doing y'all men come learn gonna learn what's done in the dark will come into the light i'm just tired of always being attached to mess that don't involve me i work be a mother and go home i repeat in that exact same order normally i'll let y'all paint your own narrative but count me out this circus i'm tired of being the bigger person every single time especially when i do absolutely nothing but mind my business it saddens me to see how people lie to ruin people's reputation because i'm human but at the same time i'm not standing up for nobody who couldn't be loyal to me this is definitely an eye-opener and i hope it's for many of you men and women especially when you when you have something solid at home all right so we will keep you updated on what that case is as it progresses with yellow beezy and these allegations against him i'm angela yee and that is your rumor report all right thank you missy charlamagne who you giving a dog to Man, you know, uh, one of the greatest trolls probably this week, maybe this year, uh, happened. And it happened on Fox News. And I need everybody who fell for this to come to the front of the congregation. We'd like to have a word with them, please. All right. And then after that, ask ye. So if you need relationship advice or any type of advice, you can start getting on them phone calls right now. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Time for Donkey of the Day. Donkeys of the Day, Charlemagne. I'm a Democrat, so being Donkey of the Day is a little bit of a mixed up. So like a donkey. Yeehaw. Okay. Donkey of the Day. <laughs> the Breakfast Club, bitches. Now, I've been called a lot in my 23 years, but Donkey of the Day is a new one. Yes, Donkey of the Day for November 17th goes to all of you who got got by one of the greatest trolls this week, possibly one of the greatest trolls this year, and that's the troll that Laura Ingram and Fox News pulled. Okay, listen, Fox News is a very entertaining network. 
Uh, they are the epitome of who needs facts. I mean, this is the same network that has Tucker Carlson. And Tucker Carlson admitted that he sometimes lies. All right. All right. He admitted that he sometimes lies. He said that he lies when he's really cornered. So uh, when you know, when you when it's OK for a person to just lie like that on their respective news station, why even take them serious ever? It's just entertainment. OK, it's some who say Fox News shouldn't even use the word news in its name anymore. There was a variety article. Uh, written about it by Michael Snyder. And he said Fox News shouldn't call itself a news channel and they should rebrand under the name FNC. And FNC would at least be an acknowledgement that this is a channel dominated and driven by opinion and should be classified as such. It's driven by opinion, not real news, whatever the whatever. All right, all I know is Fox News is one of the best at keeping people talking. And being that they are one of the best at keeping people talking, it keeps people watching. All right, we live in a headline-driven era. People pull stunts to let you know they exist. And so is the case with Laura Ingram. See, there's a show on Netflix that a lot of people love. My wife loves it. It's called You. I don't watch it, but I believe they are on season three. So when she's in the bedroom and I'm in the bedroom, it's on. I see it. I'm not in the serial killers and all that, so I don't watch. But it's a very popular show that I am aware of. Well, Laura Ingram and her co-star Raymond Arroyo did a very entertaining bit around the U series. All right. And for whatever reason, people fell for it. Let's listen. You know, I was watching an episode of You uh, where measles came up. Wait, wait, wait. When did I mention measles? I don't know. It was on you. What are you talking about? Right? What is the, the Raymond even hearing what I'm the saying? I never had the measles. was on you. We never did a measles and vaccine episode. Am I, is this a joke? I, know. I don't even know it what you're talking about. It was on you. Raymond, I've never had measles. What are you talking about? This is stupid. It was an episode of a show, Laura. What's it called? You, what is you, about? it's called you. I've never done a show on measles. I, I just completely give up. We gotta get it's out. It's a show I, I give up. called you on Netflix. There's a show called Loring on Netflix. What are you never talking mind. about? I'm moving on to Adele. Listen, I know y'all think these people are stupid, but they aren't. They know exactly what they are doing. And that's why they are doing it. All right, I saw people posting this yesterday, laughing, clowning them. And I'm like, nope, joke's on you. They got what they wanted out of this. Headlines reactions, engagement. See, what Lauren and Raymond did was a rendition of a classic comedy routine by Abbott and Costello called Who's On First. Can we play some of that for our audience? We have uh, Who's On First, What's On Second, I Don't Know's On Third. That's what I want to find out. I want you to tell me the names of the fellas on the St. Louis I'm, team. I'm telling you, Who's On First, What's On Second, I Don't Know's On Third. You know the fellas' the, names? Yes. Well, then who's playing first? Yes. I mean, the fellas' name on first base. Who? The fella playing first base for St. Louis. Who? The guy on first base. Who is on first? Well, what are you asking me for? I'm not asking you. I'm telling you who is on first. I'm asking you who's on first. That's the man's name. That's whose name? Yes. Well, go ahead and tell me. Who? The guy on first. Who? The first base. Who is on first? Have you got a first baseman on first? Certainly. Side? Then who's playing first? Absolutely. They got you. It's okay. It happens. They played you like Ed Sheeran plays the guitar. Even you star Penn Badgley weighed in yesterday, and he retweeted the Fox News segment uh, with the caption, definitely a bit. His delivery is great, though. It was. I love self-deprecating humor, so I found what Laura Ingram did highly entertaining. But for those who fell for this, I don't think y'all really fell for this. You just don't like Fox News and Laura Ingram already, so this just helps your argument of why you don't like them. But let me be the first to tell you, you don't need this to prove why you don't like Fox News, all right? They give us a million other reasons. Actually, this is a great distraction from what they normally do. I would rather them troll like this 
than troll with matters of actual life and death. I would rather them troll like this than troll when it comes to actual issues in this country. Look, Fox is having a lot of success with Greg Gutfeld's late night show. All right. He does a lot of humor and political satire on that show. That might be the way for Fox News. Be the network that's full of humor and political satire. Be the real life version of KVW and Channel 4 with Ron Burgundy. All right, just be funny. Make us laugh. Forget reporting real news. Just be entertaining because that's what you already are. <laughs> Own it. Lean into it. Have fun. Please give everyone who fell for the Laura Ingram and uh, Raymond Arroyo bit the biggest hee-haw. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey. Entertaining, the day. All right. Mm-hmm. Up next. Who's up next? Who's up next? Who's up next, Charlemagne? You supposed to play around with me? That's not my segment. I don't know. Who's on first? Who's on Mm -mm. second? You don't want to play with me? You want to play with me? Mm -mm. You don't want to play with me today. All right, forget you. All right, up next is Ask E. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, call Ye right now. Phone lines are wide open again. The number is 800-585-1051. Call us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Come on. Need relationship advice? Need personal advice? Just need real advice. Call up now for Ask Ye. Keep it real. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Ye. Hello, who's this? Um, hello. My name is Liam, and hi, hello. Um, hi, Liam. Hello. Hello, um, Charlamagne the Guy. Hello, um, Angela Hi, Liam. How old are you? I'm nine years old. Okay, what's your question for Ask Ye, Liam? So, I like this girl, and she's very cute. She's at my school, and a lot of other boys, too many boys like her. And what should I do? (laughs) Well, I think you should be her friend, because women and girls like that. And so I always feel like that's important, right? You like her not just because she's cute, but also because of her personality. She's really nice. Is she nice and smart? Yes, she always gets um, A's, and she has good um, handsomeship. She has good penmanship? That's good. So maybe you guys can do uh, schoolwork together and be good friends. And, you know, in 10 years, who knows what can happen. But she's, like, not in my class. She's, in the, she's like, she's basically in my switch class. So basically we switch classes, like, to 12 to something else. So mm-hmm. Are you are your parents friends with each other? No. You better tell your mom to go ahead and um try to make a play date. <laughs> I will do that. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say Liam sounds amazing. He's going to be a great boyfriend one day. Thank you very much. He's been dying to call in, so it's very nice that you answered. Thank you. Okay, Liam, remember, be her friend, okay? Okay. Okay, take care, guys. I love y'all. We love you, Liam. Love you, Angela. Love you, DJ Eddie. Oh, my God. He's so charming. Good morning. It's Ashley. Who's this? This is Ashley. Hey, Ashley. What's your question this morning? So, I am six months pregnant, and uh, I recently found out that my baby's father cheated on me again. And this time around, he caught an STD. He, I'm just going to say it. He caught the herpes virus. Okay. And Ooh. so knowing me, I would go get checked out because, you know, I'm five months pregnant. Right. And, 
me and my baby, I'm fine. But now I don't know what to do. I don't know exactly about the, you know, herpes virus or whatever. So I don't know if I should just keep it going because of the baby or if I should just be done with it because I can't do anything with them. Okay, let's take the herpes out of the equation for a second, right? I know that's a hard thing to do, but he cheated on you while you're pregnant. Is that somebody you want to be with? I mean, we've been together for like two years now, so I feel like... Yeah, I just want to point this out to you. You are never stuck in a relationship because of a baby, okay? He can still be a father to that child, and you can still be a mom. Now, I'm not telling you you can't be with him, but it feels like you guys have a lot of work to do. And I know right now you're in a vulnerable position. You're six months pregnant. You know, so that's not easy, too. Of course you want the father in your child's life. And ideally, you guys would like to be together, but can you be with somebody who you don't trust and also be with somebody who's endangered your health? And not just your health, but the health of a child. Because, you know, with herpes, if you do end up having it, and the baby is born, that's also something doctors are going to have to check. Right. So, I mean, how is he acting now? What is his explanation? What is he saying? How did you find out about the herpes? I mean, he, well, he found out because he saw that he was having, like, regular samples or whatever on his face. I, you know, it didn't look like me, so we just went to get checked out, and that's how we found out. And then that's when she told me, you know, just to be around the person and just to go around. It's been happening the whole, the whole while pregnant. So he's been cheating on you the whole time you were pregnant? Yeah, and he's only telling me because of the fact that, you know, he went to go get checked out. But I feel like now the trust is kind of gone because if that was a breakout on your face and you kissed me or something, I could have had it. If he kissed the baby, the baby could have it. You know what I'm saying? So, right, so now, like, like I kind of don't want him around my child because he's a liar. Yeah, it sounds like, first of all, you guys are going to have to co-parent no matter what. So I would definitely make sure that I get some expert help and get ahead of this because the last thing I want to see is y'all going back and forth after this baby is born. But it feels like you need to take some time and do what's right for you. You don't trust him. It's not that you kind of don't trust him. You don't trust him. And how are you supposed to trust him? Do you even want him touching you now, just knowing what he's done? And this is so disrespectful. Like, how dare he do this to you while you're pregnant? This is supposed to be a happy time in your life. He's supposed to be extra looking out for you. Instead, he's looking out for himself. Right. Now, it's like the whole relationship. It's probably been more than one email, I feel like, now. Yeah. I mean, look, he's endangering you. He's endangering the safety of your child. You know, you're pregnant. Like, I just can't see that this is a good situation for you to be in. You deserve better. Your child will deserve better. Hopefully he can be a good father, you know, still in spite of all of this. But I don't think you should have to settle just because you have a baby on the way. And I don't think that you should have to be unhappy and with somebody who you can't trust and somebody who doesn't respect you just because of it. Yeah, you're right. I think, yeah, I, I've kind of put out like what he what he's done for me that's good and what he's done for me that's bad and Yeah, the bad definitely outweighs the good. I just needed, like, another opinion before, you know? And this is not to say that he won't straighten up and change, but right now this is where he's at. And if you keep on taking him back and letting him get away with it, why would he change? Yeah, you're right. All right, well, listen, I wish you a very safe pregnancy and childbirth and giving you, you know, all kinds of blessings. I'll be praying for you. I'm about to pray for you right now.
Thank you. All right, you're welcome. Good luck, boo. All right, we got more with you and your questions when we come back. If you have an Ask Ye question, 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Here's some real advice with Angela Yee. It's Ask Ye. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Ye. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is, um, I'm going to say my name is Ye. Okay, anonymous. <laughs> What's your question this morning? <laughs> okay, so I've been dating someone for on and off eight years. And uh, his political views, like he, this morning we were talking about the Kyle Rittenhouse thing. Mm-hmm. And he had the nerve to say to me that he's innocent. Like, you know, Oof. he didn't do anything wrong. I just didn't feel like that was right. And like, he says stuff like, you know, when Trump was running for president, he was like, oh, can you take me to the Trump ballot? And, you know, stuff like that, it just bothers my soul. Like, I don't want to be with somebody that feels like people like that are okay and the things they're doing is okay. It's not. Right. Politics and religion will uh, cause a divide between friendships and relationships. What is he? Is he black? Is he white? Is he... Oh, he's black. Okay, he's black. And he has a whole different mindset than you do when it comes to activism and politics. Absolutely. You know, some people have deal breakers and some people can agree to not put those things on the table. And some people can figure out how to work through them. So I just don't know how much of a rift this will cause for you. Because if he's very um, argumentative, outspoken, if y'all get into fights, go to bed angry at each other over this, I don't know how much this affects your relationship. How much does it affect it? Well, we have a child together. So, you know, I have to deal with him for the rest of my life. But, you know, I just, I don't want him to, I don't want my son to grow up thinking that those views are okay. I don't want him to, you know. It just, it bothers me. It really does. No matter what, though, that is still his dad. So his dad is still going to have some type of influence. And, you know, hopefully he gets raised well and and can make his own mind up about how he feels about things. That's something that I don't know that you could necessarily control because both of y'all have opposing views. And so he's going to have to, at some point when he's old enough, make up his own mind about what he thinks. But for your relationship, how much of a rift does it cause for y'all? You know, I try not to talk about stuff like that with him. Because even when the Jacob Blake trial was going on, he had the nerve to say, like, you know, oh, well, you know he kidnapped them. And, you know, just saying, like, ignorant Uh. stuff that's not true. It's just... I don't like that. It just really bothers me. He's one of those people that on social media you can't stand. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. I mean, listen, it's really hard when you question somebody's morals and character because these Mm -hmm. are fundamental things, like what they represent. And sometimes things don't hit home for a person until it happens to them. Until it happens to them, exactly. I told him that this morning when we were talking about it. I said, you know, you're a black man with dreads. Do you not know how this case would have been if it were you? Like, are you kidding me? It would have been over with. And some people feel like love oh, yeah. conquers all. Some people feel like I can't be with somebody who's, I, you know, we strongly have different views. And so that's something that you'll have to determine. And if you decide that y'all want to stay together, you're going to have to set up some rules on how things go when you guys have these discussions. Either it's going to be, look, we can't ever yell, raise each other's, you know, raise our voices at each other and we both can express ourselves and then let's move on. 
or you're going to have to say, I this is not somebody I would even want to be friends with in real life. This is not somebody whose opinions and whose moral character I can stand by. So that's really going to yeah. be on you to decide how serious it is. But Angela, I have to deal with him. He's the father of my child. Well, I don't mean, but not in a romantic way. True, yeah. Because you right. keep on saying that. You, you guys can both be parents, but is this somebody you want to lay next to and sleep with? No, not, no, not talking like that. All right, well, then y'all not together, <laughs> right? Right. I mean, it's hard. These things get really heated, and I can't imagine. Like, I personally couldn't date somebody who was a Trump supporter. Some people do right. it. So that's your threshold for you to decide. But I think, you know, I couldn't do it. Yeah, you know, we live in Georgia, so... He had a Trump rally in Macon one time, and he was like, oh, you want to go to Hell the no. Trump rally? I said, are you kidding me? A black man with dreads, you know how long he would be in there? Are you kidding me? That's right. So. Those are the very people that don't want him around <laughs> exactly. and don't don't want to see him win. Yeah, well, it sounds to me like you've already made up your mind. That's unfortunately, you know, you guys, like you said, are going to have to continue to deal with each other, but you do not have to deal with him in a romantic way. Or should I just not bring up politics at all? I mean, listen, it's going to come up. Right. How can you have a relationship with somebody where y'all don't have discussions? If you want to be with him, you're just going to have to figure out how to be able to have these discussions productively and not get angry. Oh, I get angry. Right. And you're going to have to work on that part of it. If this is somebody that you feel like I can put those things to the side, I want to be with you. But I can't imagine that. How can you be with somebody that you can't discuss things with? Mm-hmm. You know? All right. <laughs> Thank you. Don't Lisa. go to no Trump rally. I don't care how in love you are. Oh, no. Okay. No. <laughs> All right. Take care. I love y'all. Thank you. Bye. All right. Ask Yee. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, you can call Yee. Now we got rumors on the way. All right. And another Travis Scott update. We are going to talk about the lawsuits that he has. Over 125 attendees have now filed lawsuits. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's time. She's spilling the tea. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. All right, well, so far, Travis Scott is facing more than 125 lawsuits from attendees of the Astro World Festival. So it's Travis Scott, Drake, Apple, Live Nation, and others. They said this is so far over $750 million, this lawsuit. <sighs> That's a lot, guys. Yikes. So we'll see what, yeah, we'll see what ends up happening. Mm-hmm. Now, according to the suit, which has filed it by has been filed by Houston attorney Tony Busby, he said no amount of money will ever make these plaintiffs whole. No amount of money can restore human life. But the damages sought in this case attempts to fix, help or make up for the harms and losses suffered by these plaintiffs. Nothing more and nothing less. It's for physical and mental health injuries. All right. Now, Big Sean and Hit Boy were on Million Dollars Worth the Game. And it's important to note that this interview was before Kanye did the um, Drink Champs interview. Mm -hmm. So it was recorded weeks earlier. You know, things can change a lot (laughs) in a day. Now, Big Sean was talking about um, why Kanye West is hard to work with. Both Big Big Sean and Hit Boy were talking about that. Here's what they had to say. Kanye could be very hard to work with. Kanye have you redo a verse ten times, redo some drums ten times. All right, so hold not on. So, 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 so like, <laughs> how how does it go? Like that was hot, but I need you to do it over again. Is yeah, but sometimes it's not like that. Like with Click, with um, me, him and Hov, I just did that verse on the fly, 
everybody did a verse to it. So it was like eight other verses on there. I don't know, after him and Hove met up, they cut everybody, but they was like, leave Sean on there. He went too crazy in uh, all the hooks. <laughs> all right, so they want to make sure people know this was not in response to that uh, Drink Champs. And, and Sean, uh, Big Sean even posted, did this million dollars worth the game interview about a month ago. A lot of people are looking at it as a response to Ye's Drink Champs, and it's not, I filmed it before that, love. So, but Switch I, to my guys, Wallow and Gilly. I got to check that out today. Yeah, I think that um, I'm pretty sure Kanye already uh, apologized to did Sean. Did he? I'm sure he did. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm sure he did. But yes, you know he what? Did. He got po- he to apologize publicly. publicly. You, can't do that. you can't be that disrespectful publicly and then apologize privately. Nah. All right. Now, Jeff Bezos, I want to hear what y'all think about this. What? People were upset. He was at a charity gala. Now... This was a fancy fundraising gala that happened in L.A. over the weekend. A lot of pictures that came out for that. And it was in West Hollywood. Everybody was waiting for him to donate something. He ended up donating $500,000, and people groaned about it. What's it was an audible groan from the audience. Wow. <laughs> Somebody else donated you know a million, a million dollars, dollars That's before a lot that, and then he donated 500000 and so the event was honoring Vanessa Bryant with the Giving Tree Award for her longtime support of the charity. Uh, she also paid tribute to Kobe Bryant at the event, who was a benefactor of the organization. Uh, so people were upset, though. Why? Wow, that's that man's Man, money. Please, you know, you know who, you know who was, you know who's appreciative of that money? Vanessa Bryant and her foundation. Uh, the, the, the well, fa- it wasn't her foundation. Was foundation it for? was they were honoring her, baby to baby. It was a baby to baby event, and so she was being honored. Okay, so what is the with the giving tree, but the award. money went to the foundation, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. So whoever they can help with that money, those people are very happy. So <laughs> knock it off. Like what? Like who? Why are you always counting by your pockets? So why funny. do we do that? People were. I'm like five hundred thousand. That's amazing. And then hell then, yes. People who were there were like, oh, <laughs> this guy. You don't know what that man going through. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but you know they were talking about how much he makes, and they said he makes about one hundred and forty-two thousand dollars per minute. That's how much he's estimated to make. So they're like, oh, so he's going to come in here and donate and, four minutes with <laughs> But listen, what if he don't believe in the charity like that? That's, but, a, that's another thing, right? What if, he, what if he didn't believe in the charity like that, but he was like, you know what, I'm going to give something. So here's a half a million. <laughs> listen, if there's a, Seriously. any charity that I'm involved with, if you want to come drop half a million, we will not groan at yeah. you. Okay? Please. I'll th- thank you. Please. Thank the you, the Mental Wealth Alliance would love to take your half a million dollars. Please. Well, re- well read would love to take that. Wellness <laughs> and literacy. We would love to take that 500000 We welcome it. All right, now um, Halle Berry has had to clarify her comments. She got some backlash for calling Cardi B the queen of hip hop. Here's what happened. Here's what she had to say. Thank you today to Cardi B. She was my partner in crime. I reached out to her. Of course, she's the queen of hip hop. All right, so um, here's her explanation, and she should stand by that if that's how she feels. Do you stand by that assessment of Cardi B as the queen of hip hop? You know, I do. You do. But but here's the thing. There's room for more than one queen, people. What we need to know, Nikki is a queen in her own right. Her is a queen. Like, all these ladies, to me, are queens. It it can always be more than one. Yeah. So why not? Her is not a rapper. Mm -hmm. Her is not a rapper. But you got little Kim. And her is not a rapper. You got Megan Thee Stallion. You know what I mean? Rhapsody. Yes. Megan Thee Stallion. But she's saying they're all queens to her. 
You know, she said yeah, but she was talking about hip hop. I think they're all on her Bruise soundtrack, so I think that's why she was naming it's an all female lineup for the soundtrack. So a lot of it's all women. So hers on there: City Girls, Sweetie, Lotto, Erica Banks, Flo, Millie, Baby Tate, Young M.A., Rhapsody, Cardi. All of them are on there. So I think she was saying all of these women are queens as well. They are all queens with their own queendoms. Absolutely. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. All right. People's Choice. Hey, listen. I want to. I want to salute. Uh, I want to salute Black Enterprise Magazine too. I want to salute Black Enterprise for featuring um the president of the Black Effect Podcast Network, one of the most powerful people in podcasting, according to Inside Radio. Uh, my good sister Dolly Bishop on the cover of Black Enterprise, and she was gracious enough to let me be in the picture with her. So I just want to thank uh, Black Enterprise for recognizing the Black Effect Podcast Network. So salute to Alfred Edmund and. Ty St. Louis and Big Said for the amazing articles they did on on Dolly and myself. And salute to Clifton Prescott for the amazing pictures too, man. We we thank God for it all. Drop on the clues bombs for Black Enterprise magazine and and go check that out Congrats. when y'all get a chance on on blackenterprise.com. Thank dope, you. Dope, dope. All right. Well, up next is the People's Choice Mix 800-585-1051 is the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, uh, again, shout out to uh, Jen Tips. That is uh, Caesar, my partner's wife. She celebrated her 40th last night, so happy birthday to her. Yes, and hey. I also want to... Uh, shout out happy birthday to her mm-hmm. I also want to shout out to um, you know I've been doing this Wealth Wednesday thing for a few years now and we actually have an event coming up um, tonight we're going to be doing something on live so you guys can watch there with Stocks and Stilettos and my girl Stacy Tisdale so make sure you guys tune in tonight from 8.30 to 9 it's all about um it's all about investing and making sure that you're able to learn how to do your stocks. And Stocks and Stilettos has been doing uh, this for quite some time now. She's quite a, an expert on this. So shout out to Cassandra Cummings. It's the Retire Wise Workshop. So you can put your savings to work so you can work less. Dope, dope, dope. So yesterday you were on Nick Cannon, right? Oh yeah, I was on Nick Cannon's show yesterday. Salute to my guy, Nick, man. Um, go check out his daytime show that comes on uh, every day in syndication. Check your local listings for that. But I want to tell everybody, this Saturday... From 1 to 3 p.m., I'm doing my annual turkey giveaway in Monks Corner, South Carolina at the Berkeley High School Student Parking Lot, 406 West Main Street, Monks Corner, South Carolina. Pull up, get you a free bird while supplies last. You know, inflation got the the, the number on turkeys crazy. All right? So, you know. We still got you this year, though, so pull up. 1 o'clock, 1, to, 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. this Saturday, Berkeley High School student parking lot, Monks Corner, South Carolina, my annual turkey giveaway. Okay? Okay. All right. When we come back, positive notice to Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, uh, you got a positive note? I do have a positive note, and I just want to tell everybody, uh, once again, go to blackenterprise.com. Check out the latest edition of Black Enterprise Magazine. Uh, My good sister, the president of the Black Effect Podcast Network, Dolly Bishop, is on the cover. And um, it's a great article in there on her, and she let me sit in with her. So, thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, The positive note is simply this. Never argue with someone who believes their own lies, especially when they're trying to tell you Santa Claus is real. Have a blessed day. He is real. Breakfast club, bitches. Y'all finished or y'all done?